Meanwhile... And you guys know a lot more of the subgenius stuff than I do, that's for sure. I, mean, I don't I'm even sure, know if I have my books anymore. I'm sure you remember the stuff, though, from the day, back in the day. Like, kind it was, of, not really. I mean, it, it was mostly, like, you know, you gotta have slack, you know, and then pictures of Bob everywhere. Slack, what is it? Well, if you have to ask, you will never know. You were born with original slack, an infinite supply of it. I still occasionally tune in to that genius which is like the the main guy who wrote it all and it's funny it's like the show has not changed in the slightest bit in the like 30 or 40 <laughs> it's like it's just as nonsensical but like mm -hmm. now they're all old and they can't remember things time is marching on seems like uh based on the kinds of uh dudes that um you've encountered in rochester in general you've probably ran run into the the subgenius weirdo a few times in your oh yeah your of course <laughs> i mean i definitely it's always been around i had some of the books i get some of the references but not all of them okay let's pretend i don't know what that is i tried to interview and meet um he goes by the name Puzzling Andy. Evidence. And, and I met him once because he still does a radio show uh, to this day. It's it's like the longest running subgenius thing in existence. Uh, him and, and The Hour of Slack are like the two. Um, and so I met him once and he's just as insane as you would think he is because yeah. like he's just his show is him like babbling like almost like a string of consciousness, stream of consciousness kind of nonsense for two hours. And like when I met him off mic, he's like that too. He's just kind of like assuming you know his references or what he's talking about. And like, he's continuing a conversation from out of the room that you weren't privy to, but he's including you now. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I guess you live right. like this. Yeah. I don't want to sound paranoid, but um, <laughs> this place is bugged. Sounds a little different around here this time around, don't you I think? I know. What is that? Yeah, that is a new remix for the theme song to 20 Minutes Into the Future. So exciting. Program you are listening to right now. Um, you know, uh, making tomorrow seem like yesterday with my co-host here, Heather. How's it going? I'm doing great. How are you, my co-host, Austin? Oh, you know, not bad, not bad. Just uh, thumping this theme song. <gasps> 
This is my song. Oh, I'm gonna turn it up a little bit here so the neighbors oh, can yeah. enjoy. Oh yeah. When I listen to music, they listen to music, or however that meme goes. Um, yeah, uh, that is a remix that was done by uh, our good friend Kisu DeSalis of The Secret Light, uh, a um, kind of uh, synth pop rock uh, combo um, out from uh, this uh, neck of the woods. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, he uh, heard the show, heard the theme song, said, hey, can you send me some files? And uh, then sent this back uh, afterwards. Which, so cool. Yeah, that was very very uh excellent of him you can find out more at thesecretlight.com and 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 there are stems for this uh that you can remix if you are into that sort of thing so um if if you're if you want to take a stab like uh like kisu did uh get in touch with mitch and um uh, we'll, we'll, we'll send you some files. That's mitchheadroom at gmail.com. That remix is pretty fantastic, but uh, we also have a bit of an announcement. Oh, we that do. We're going to drop later on. And uh, we do. I'm pretty excited about this. Well, this calls for a celebration. I will. It feels like I've had a few cups of coffee. Drink coffee anymore. So it's that kind of an announcement. Um, uh, so stick around till the end of the show to to hear that. And I'll I'll be back in a few moments with more from Network Twenty Three. At some point, um, uh, we might end up doing these just you know in the thirty second format if we have to just kind of say, hey, there's a Zoom party mm-hmm. coming. But we can be a little chatty now and then. Um, yeah. But speaking of. Though we do want to say, hey, there's a Zoom party coming. Now we are going to have the biggest party ever. Yeah! So we had our first Zoom party watch along last weekend, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks so much to everybody who came. We're mm-hmm. working out a few like technology kinks, but it was, I mean, on the whole, it was really successful. And yeah. I think we learned some things that are going to make the next one even more fun. How was it? Oh, you know, just a barrel of laughs. Mm-hmm. And the next one, we're going to be watching what I refer to as the U.S. pilot, but it's actually season one, episode one. Mm-hmm. That'll be on April 17th. That's Saturday night, the day before our episode where we talk about the, the, the episode drops. And it'll be 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Pacific time. OK, see you there. Join the Zoom party at bit.ly forward slash Max Headroom Zoom party two, or send us an email at mitchheadroom at gmail.com to get invited directly. Check the show notes for more information. I guess speaking of messages, I should uh, talk about this little correspondence we received from Blank Bill. Yes, absolutely. I am so excited to hear what Blank Bill has to say. Yeah. So uh, this came in uh, uh, via um, you know electronic uh, um, uh, postcard that uh, came on my television when I woke up this morning. I turned it on. <laughs> all my electronic postcards were there waiting for me and uh yeah um and 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 this one uh is from blank bill says "Uh, i got your postcard and i checked out the pilot episode of 20 minutes into the future it was very entertaining and i can't wait to hear your interview with martin newell it's very nice i like that any martin newell fan is a friend of ours the english guys all look like pirates or something yeah uh, sadly, I have no relevant stories of my own of Max Hedrum. 
I only have very faint memories of the Coke commercials. Catch the wave, Coke. <laughs> and I remember the Art of Noise video. Relax. You're quite safe here. I have the album here somewhere and the Christmas song that he did. Merry Christmas, Santa Claus. Merry Christmas, Santa Claus. Merry Christmas, you're a lovely guy. Which, hey, that's pretty cool. Um, and then uh, a blank bill went on to forward to us a link that I'm very excited about because I had not seen this until blank bill sent it. This is the Cinemax version of the UK telefilm. Ooh. Uh, you know, the UK telefilm is an hour long. The Cinemax version is 80 minutes long. Uh, and so there's a, an extra scene and we get to see Max kind of being Max as a VJ a little bit more, like what his routine on um, big time television was like a little bit more in depth before we cut to the boardroom scenes and stuff like that. Hi, this is Max, Max, Max Headroom here, and I know you see me sitting here talking to you and you think, so it's pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think we're going to probably watch it at some point. Um, for the show down the road. Um, maybe uh, you know, uh, sometime during we our season two review period. Um, but uh, um, yeah, you know, if you want to uh, forward uh, uh, secret uh, treasures like that to us, we will be happy to look at them. <laughs> oh, very happy to look at them. <laughs> happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. So, so thank you very much, uh, um, Blank Bill. Uh, Blank Bill uh, says, um, my favorite part of the movie is at the end when Edison demands that the truth be told on live TV and Blank Reg gets bored and just changes the channel back to Max. One load of colics. Parents are only one rung above politicians, though. You always know when they're lying. Their lips move. <laughs> Which... I mean, I think that's the whole gist of the of the show is that uh, mm -hmm. uh, the, the, uh, network television does not get what the people on the fringes really like. <laughs> uh, so, uh, thank you so much, Blank Bill. Uh, your correspondence may end up on the program, so uh, feel free to contact us uh, if you want. And now it's time for our very special 20 Minutes Into the Future segment entitled Memories of Max. Memories of Max. How did this one go? Memories of Max. Is the segment of the show. We're so lucky to have on the line today, my friend, Austin's friend, friend of the show, I dare say, Brian Barrett. Hello. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. We're so glad to have you on here. Well, thanks. Great to be here. So you were on our Zoom watch along the other night. Yes, I was. That is how I ended up... Um, nagging slash roping slash shaming slash berating you into being being on the show for memories of that well when you put it that way it sounds really bad oh yes and it was fun oh excellent well so this is something we're going to be doing more of too so i mean for people who missed missed out on the zoom party maybe you could describe a little bit of like what it was like and what we did uh because that's gonna be a little bit of like what they will find next one. Oh, it's like a zoom call really with with uh with uh, with, uh max every minute there and uh unfortunately i you know, he wasn't there like hey how you doing <laughs> like you know like 
we're all talking heads now. Mm-hmm. We're all we're all Max Headroom now. I'm Max 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 Headroom. I'm Max Headroom. I'm Max 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 Headroom. I'm Max Headroom. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Indeed. Well, and 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 I, again, watching that particular telefilm with like talking heads along the side of it, while and we're all making comments as the, the uh, Max is talking oh, yeah. to us. Like there was something that was like truly uh, wonderfully meta about that that I that I really loved. That blew my mind. It was crazy. Yeah, I had five screens up. I had, so I was like, so I was like, I was it was full immersion. It was uh, my place mm-hmm. is a mess and uh, a weird haze is through the whole place. So it it was like I was I was like I was there. Nice. Well, very Bryce Lynch of you who to have several monitors up all mm-hmm. all at once. So. <laughs> Way the future. Just take a walk, Howard. <clears throat> way the future. No, Give me a hand here, will you, Glenn? The way the future. So, Brian, what we brought you here to tell us about wasn't how great our Zoom party was, even though we do appreciate that and thank you because it was our first one. Um, but we wanted to hear your memories of Matt. Okay. Um, just being a young child who's used the computer a lot in the 80s, going on like alt binary use groups with like uh church of subgenius and stuff like that listening to art of noise and like like really interested in 1984 the world we are preparing winston is a constant victory a constant triumph you're beginning to accept it we'll soon welcome it and brazil terry gilliam salt been a fan of his since like you know i was watching Monty Python, all that. So I love that aesthetic. <laughs> so it's like it all pretty much cumulated with uh, with uh, Max Headroom. It's it all pretty much came together. And it's so weird that the pilot is just for the, like the BBC, but he's just a VJ mm-hmm. or like a talk show. It's like if Martha Quinn had a backstory. You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good way of putting it. <laughs> Only now you know. The rest of the story. Uh, and uh, I, I have seen some of the episodes of the talk show. Mm-hmm. And they're crazy. You know, they're, they're just, I mean, it's not, I mean, they, they play maximum of two videos. Sorry, just played a block of the Bronx for the guys at the sandal store. Just played a block of food with Mac for the guys in the granola factory. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a celebrity interview. The, the the music on the videos are so good. Yeah. Throw the credits throughout the entire episode. Just just randomly, just just throw up a, a, a title screen with, with credit mm-hmm. for like the line producer. Yeah, yeah. In the middle in the middle of a <laughs> sentence. It's okay. Yeah. Fifteen minutes in. Who's gonna know? Um. I mean, I mean, it's a lot of stuttering. It's a lot of digital stuttering, and sometimes like more, um, and it kind of goes into the whole aspect of the whole show. So, so it sounds like when you were growing up, you were predisposed to kind of catch Max and, and enjoy it when it was on. Uh, did you uh, follow it to the end, or, or was it one of those things that you kind of stuck with over the years, or, or what was your future relationship with it? It did stick with me. Um, a uh, funny story was that uh, uh, my parents for Christmas bought me a Max Headroom Network 23 t-shirt. Ooh. <laughs> Very and, cool. And, but they bought it fairly early in the year or something, and they, 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 they hid it in their closet. Christmas came along. They didn't give it to me. Cut like 13 years later, they're, they're moving. They clean out their closet. They find the t-shirt. 
And so all of a sudden they're like, so 13 years later, I have a vintage t-shirt that's like brand spanking new. Right. It's just been on the hanger that whole time. What's on the hanger was in a box in the corner of their closet. Even better. (laughs) That's a lot of things like um, for the the Commodore Amiga, there's this thing called the video toaster. Anyone like any toast? Look, I don't want any toast. And he doesn't want any toast. In fact, no one around here wants any toast. Not now. Not ever. No toast. How about a muffin? Which is like the, like a, it just did special effects for video and stuff like that. It's like one of the, just slightly above consumer grade video effects for 1988, 89. Mm. Ah, we don't need that. We're already cutting edge. And they had a demo reel, which had Paranomia as the song. And so like, I'm, I'm a geek in the kit. In the, in the Commodore world. I was like going to trade shows and everything. Gotta keep up. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think we have a little bit of a similar um, youth in that, uh, you know, I had been given a TRS-80 when I was pretty young. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. And so I was uh, getting into computing that way, learning basic and whatnot. Typical. But certainly watching this, you know, there's a young kid on there who's using a computer for you know teaching all the older people how to do all this stuff with a computer there's something there that felt very kind of like yeah this shows for me it's about smart young kids like me where do i feel seen the game of inclusion that's fun for the whole family yeah bryce is like a, a year older than me mm, chris and, young uh, and i kind of kind of i kind of have the build of uh, matt Fuhrer, is really tall and gangly so Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I saw myself in a lot of characters, Matt. You know, now I'm seeing myself more of a, a Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> Not in a creepy way. There's, there's something about the way that Max Headroom works where, you know, like, so Murray's in charge because he's the baldest. Edison's the re- Edison's the reporter. He's not completely bald yet, but he's almost there. He's like the next down. <laughs> yeah. There's certainly like a baldness hierarchy that's happening on that show. <laughs> I had shampoo in my hair. You don't know what that's like, Murray. <laughs> I'm sure that was very distressing. Awesome. Thank you so much. I think that that was a really good maiden voyage of Memories of Max. I remembered Max. Memories of Max. How did this one go? Memories of Max is the segment of the show. Thank you very much, Blank Brian, for uh, yeah. joining us on the, at the Zoom party, the first one, um, and uh, and uh, um, yeah, telling us a little story about uh, that uh, vintage Max T-shirt. That's pretty cool. I know that's so cool. Yeah. So, Austin, Mm. we Mm. have some big news. Really, really big. Yeah, you know, we've been kind of teasing things here and there and whatnot, and um, I think it's time that we finally just kind of uh, let the cat out of the bag. And as Blankville mentioned, we have already done an interview with the amazing English poet slash musician Martin Newell. Hey, Martin, you're looking pretty old lately. And Martin might have had some some connections for us. Get a connection at the airport. Well, you know, so we have been in contact with the three of the primary creators for the American television 
program. Cool. It was very cool. Uh, thank you, Martin Newell, for, for uh, uh, sending some emails and saying, hey, uh, these kids ain't half bad. Yeah, it was awfully nice of Martin Newell to introduce us. Oh, wonderful. We have to get these two together. Yeah, and and so uh, we have uh, had the opportunity to arrange for interviews uh, with uh, Michael Cassett, who uh, was one of the co-writers on almost all of the uh, American uh, episodes of the program. Uh, Brian Frankish, who was the producer for uh, the series, uh, and then the the primary writer uh mm-hmm. and you know uh, one of the f- people who forged the personality of this show and this series steve roberts who, uh, yes. who wrote the original script for the uk telefilm and was the primary writer on the entire u.s show not bad not bad at all pretty wild <laughs> it's really exciting <laughs> yeah and i mean i've got to say the the people to whom we've spoken so far have been so nice mm-hmm. like just what a great experience. So interesting and so much fun. So I'm really excited for these episodes to come out. We'll kind of be sprinkling them here and there within our regular releases. Please consult 20 minutes into the future.org for more information. Because as we've mentioned already, we've recorded pretty well in advance and we have kind of an elaborate schedule going, but we're going to work that out so that we can put these interviews perhaps a little bit sooner. We don't want to sit on them for too long. Well, what are you waiting for? So this will also explain why we discuss the entire first six episodes of season one of Max Headroom uh, without ever, like, hinting at that we got, <laughs> right. just off the cuff got to talk to the creators, you know? And so, like, we got right. a little insight into how this stuff was made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely some... <laughs> Some imaginary timeline work that we're trying to to create and spin. People assume that time is a strict progression of cause to effect, but actually, from a non-linear, non-subjective viewpoint, it's more like a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Yeah, as we watch season one, we will kind of put these interviews in the running order uh, moving forward, so you'll get, like, a couple episodes of season one, an interview, mm-hmm. a couple more episodes of season one, interview, something like that. When we first started this program, we didn't go into it thinking, you know what we got to do is track down the production designer and make sure that we uh, get some creator interviews, uh, you know, to help. Fly, right. You know, That was never part of the plan. What, no. What, what we discussed, and, and, and I even broke the rule when we first discussed, was that we were going to watch a show and talk about it. Dare you. How dare you. Yes, <laughs> and that then was pretty I, much it. And then I made the mistake of doing research. <laughs> <laughs> I will not make that mistake. Yeah. So uh, it was very interesting when this opportunity came our way because uh, this is, in a lot of ways, not what we planned, but this is kind of better than what we planned. <laughs> so, Max Heads, if you like what you're hearing, if you like what you've heard, if you like what you're going to hear, could you just give us your love in iTunes a little bit? Just a little bit, because it, it helps our ratings. It and does. We do like the attention. I'll admit it, we like the attention. But mm-hmm. also, we just want to get the show out to as wide an audience as possible. And so if you felt like throwing a little five stars on there, it would help us to move up a little bit in the ranks and 
and get more people listening to the, the show so that they can hear all these great interviews coming up. It's going to be so awesome. Come on. You don't want to miss it. it. It really does help. If you subscribe to the show and some other um, aggregator, um, please uh, leave a review in whatever uh, device you use to, to check it out. Um, we do have the uh, um, RSS feed agnostic um, option for people to use. You know, for kids. I, I recommend that uh, if you can get away from any of the corporate structures as you enjoy our program, uh, I, it actually sounds a little better. I think, <laughs> I, I, th I think you can actually feel the pink bus rumbling beneath us as we're talking about the show. I'm going to put the wheels of the bus back on, just in case. I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a shorty, right? Yeah. yeah, I think that was great. Perfect. Cool. Well, we'll catch you guys uh, next week when we're going to review Blipverts. Uh, and then um, uh, stay tuned because, uh, you know, uh, there's all sorts of cool stuff coming uh, in the future. Yeah, and don't forget the Zoom, April 17th, U.S. Pilot, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you on the Zoom. Yeah. Take care. 20 Minutes Into The Future, a Max Headroom podcast with Heather and Austin. Theme song by Shot Reverse Shot, edited by Austin Ridge, in the Lava Lamp Lounge. Remix by Kisu D. Salice of The Secret Light. You can write to mitchheadroom at gmail.com if you want to contact the show, or call 585-678-1211, where you can leave a glitched out 8-bit message that may get played on the show. That number again is 585-678-1211. You can also visit 20minutesintothefuture.org for show notes, podcasting links, and other information. This is announcer Mitch, signing off for Heather, Austin, and Network 23. Be seeing you. for you than it is for me so i'm like I'm yeah more, i'm up i'm get. i'm just getting going and you're kind of wrapping down winding yeah down. and this i mean this this time of day is always a problem because this is typically nap time i'm off to sleep for chance to dream and even if i don't get a nap i think my i've like 420 for some reason was nap time excellent and <laughs> it, for other people i know it's another time for me it's a different kind of treat it's a very sleepy one it's just um, yeah i mean i guess it's sleepy for others as well but for other exactly reasons. but for me it's like literal cat nap with a literal cat right um, right yeah so i think around this time even if i'm not napping my body's like mm-hmm Oh, I want to go to sleep. And my brain's like, you can't, though. <laughs> and my body's like, yeah, but I could. Well, just you watch me. Just uh, theoretically speaking, I could sleep. <laughs> don't yeah, get me wrong. Definitely. <laughs> and then even if I don't sleep, I think my body's also like, yeah, but you could read your book. Cat's mm -hmm. right in the next room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Nigel's already, like, uh, asking you over. Like, come on. Pretty much, because he is usually, like, he knows. He's mm -hmm. got his day all worked out. And so he's in there waiting for me. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to make it again today. <laughs>